Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm here to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy and become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. Not gonna lie, it is pretty easy to throw off your blood sugar. I mean, way easier than you may think. And the reason why I know this is that over the last couple of years, I have looked at continuous glucose monitor ranges and numbers from all kinds of people. And let me tell you, every single person is shocked at how easy it is to deregulate their blood sugar because no one taught us this. No one told us, oh my gosh, man, keeping stable blood sugar consistently throughout the day requires some pretty consistent effort. So what I want to do today is I want to share five easy ways to fix your blood sugar. But before I do that, I want to speak into the three signs that you know that you are on a blood sugar roller coaster or that your blood sugar is off. Because the only other way that we would know what your blood sugar is, is either you're wearing a continuous glucose monitor, which I do highly recommend if you can afford one and get one. Even if you just wear one for two weeks, it is jaw dropping like what you will learn about yourself and your body and your blood sugar. Or maybe you have recently been to the doctor for a annual exam and you've gotten your fasting glucose levels looked at or you looked at your hemoglobin A1C and your doctor or practitioner told you, hey, we could optimize these blood sugar levels. And so either way, I'm gonna be sharing with you habits that if you're consistent with them over time, even just three months, we can actually lower those numbers. But again, the name of the game is consistency. It took a long time to move those numbers up. It's going to take us a little bit of time to move those numbers down. And these five easy ways are great to start implementing, even if you can only implement one to two or three of them. Now, if the more that you can implement, the better your blood sugar is going to be throughout the day. That's what I really believe to be true is that the more hacks we were able to integrate, for instance, don't eat carbs naked by themselves because that's a guarantee of a blood sugar spike and crash. Like if you just have toast and butter in the morning with some coffee, you're going to experience some level of blood sugar variability and a little bit of a crash and burn. It's just the way it is unless you are a child or a very like way amazing athlete. That's what you're looking for. But I know that if I were to eat toast all by myself, especially a woman in early perimenopause, I am going to see that glucose spike and crash. And I know that's true because I have tested it and I have seen it literally in real time. So I want to first talk about what to be looking out for, because I'm going to safely assume that you're not wearing a CGM today and that you haven't recently had a of annual exam where you know your numbers. So what we're looking for, this is kind of the litmus test to kind of gauge yourself on, is these are the three signs that I kind of touch into. Number one, you feel pretty hungry or hangry after eating, especially only one to two hours after eating. So let's say you did have toast with butter and some coffee in the morning, and then you were hangry by 10.30 or 11. That means you probably did have a little bit of a glucose spike and then a crash. Maybe not a big one. You know, that's not a frappuccino or a bowl of ice cream, but it was enough to kind of cause some variability and it required your hormones to take action. Number two, you are experiencing energy slumps. You're feeling tired. You're feeling run down. You're just feeling blah throughout the day, especially at the end of the day, or maybe even around two to four o'clock in the afternoon. Often when you want to go and grab something to give yourself that little extra 
pep in your step to get through the rest of your day. That will be a good indicator that blood sugar is a little bit all over the place. And then the third indicator is you're experiencing some pretty killer cravings for sugar, carbs, or salty foods. If this is consistent, then blood sugar is probably all over the place and it's time to implement some habits that are gonna fix your blood sugar. And here's the deal, whether you know your blood sugar is off or not, these habits are solid and they are going to help carry you through to having stable blood sugar for the rest of your days if you're consistent with that. And as I say here on the show a lot, stable blood sugar is the name of the game. I cannot express that more. And then the other thing, I'm just going to address the other elephant in the room, and that is we just came out of the holiday season and we probably made some choices that elevated our blood sugar a little bit, even if it's temporarily. So these types of habits, especially at the beginning of the year, can really help to just drop those levels back down. So without further ado, here are five fast and effective things that you can do to stabilize your blood sugar after you're overeating or you're consuming a venti chocolate frappuccino or entire bag of chips or some cookies or just know that your blood sugar is off and you want to get it back on track. Number one, take the stairs for 10 minutes or go for a 15 to 30 minute walk. Basically, it's about moving the body, right? If you know your blood sugar is whacked out, you're feeling off, you're feeling tired. I know the temptation is to sit on the couch and watch your favorite movie or a Netflix show, whatever it may be. But after that meal or after that dessert and you're feeling things are off, definitely get moving. This helps your muscles use that blood sugar instead of just storing it in the liver or eventually as fat cells. Because when we have excess sugar, it just turns directly into fat storage. That's the name of the game. Now, I have an entire episode on the benefits of walking, but goodness knows there are so many episodes on walking here on this show. It is it is what we need to be doing. And it is often, it's underrated. Like, I'll tell you what, I have a newfound love affair with walking. I am doing everything I can to get out there and walk, even if it means walking around your house. But if you don't have time to walk, it's raining outside or it is winter outside, then I recommend doing some squats, maybe some jump squats, some push-ups, some backwards reverse lunges. I mean, my husband and I, <laughs> we are always doing things in the living room when we're playing with Kingston because if we're not able to go outside and walk for whatever reason it is, you know, with a toddler, you can't just get up and go all the time. We have all these little plyometric exercises that we will just bust out. And when I wear a CGM, it is remarkable how quickly my blood sugar will drop back into normal range. So just something to think about. Again, movement is key. Maybe you have a Peloton, maybe you have a rowing machine, maybe you got to clean the kitchen, whatever it may be, do it after a meal, especially after your biggest meals, and you will get the biggest bang for your buck. Number two, this one's an easy one. I especially love this one after dinner, and that is drink tea with lemon. So I love a good ribose tea or a decaf tea with a big squeeze of lemon. I often do half a lemon into my tea. And now lemon isn't as great as apple cider vinegar, but man, it still works. Now what I love about a green tea specifically is green tea and lemon are both diuretics, which means they'll make you want to pee more. And you're not directly eliminating the sugar, but you're forcing the blood to pump through your kidneys faster. And remember, you always want to stay well hydrated. What I love about staying well hydrated is it helps you to, it helps you to feel full and it counteracts the suppressed leptin levels. So especially after a meal or throughout the day, 
if you know that you ate a lot of sugar in a particular time, even an iced green tea with lemon is the way to go. Personally, I love iced green tea with sparkling water and some lemon. That is my go-to drink in the afternoon. One, it gives me a little bit of a caffeine kick and I know that I'm getting more water and it just feels really refreshing. So again, getting where you fit in, I have found a way to drink a lot of green iced tea and a lot of decaf iced tea and then hot teas at night to make sure that I'm helping to keep hydrated and keep my blood sugar level stable. And I have found that it has made a big difference. Number three, as I mentioned just a second ago, Apple cider vinegar is powerful and profound. I know it doesn't taste super great. Maybe you love it, maybe you don't. But if you just do one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar five minutes before a meal and up to 20 minutes after a meal. So let's say before the meal, you're thinking, I'm just gonna have a salad, blah, blah, blah. But then you end up having that meal and you end up adding, I don't know, a bunch of bread, a bunch of sweet potato, and you end up doing dessert. You have up to 20 minutes after that meal to blunt that blood sugar response. And what I love is that apple cider vinegar has been linked to weight loss, cholesterol reduction, antibacterial properties, and blood sugar control. It's also great for the liver and the gut. Several studies show that consuming vinegar can increase an insulin response and reduce blood sugar spike. And hey, you can use, we use a ton of apple cider vinegar in vinaigrette dressings. So the first thing we have before dinner and before lunch is a big salad. Lots of fiber, lots of greens to kind of soak up whatever's coming next. And we always drench it in a really yummy, like lemon, apple cider vinegar, vinaigrette with a little bit of salt and pepper. And I know that when we have that vinaigrette on the salad, it is helping to boost insulin sensitivity, help stabilize blood sugar, and the fiber is helping to counteract anything else that's coming through later in the meal as well. So if you want to get that apple cider vinegar fix without having to just straight drink it out of a glass with water, um, you can absolutely make an easy apple cider vinegar. This also red vinegar works, champagne vinegar works, all kinds of vinegars work here. Just apple cider vinegar has a lot of other side benefits as well. So I think it's always, it's good to use. Number four. So this is especially if you know that your blood sugar is, you know that you made a decision, you had a really delicious dessert, you know that you you ate the basket of bread, whatever it may be, make sure to have, I always carry a handful of nuts on hand. So I have like a little, like a little stasher bag of almonds or raw cashews or even a spoonful of almond butter. So I know this may seem counterintuitive, but the goal is to blunt the blood sugar response and adding a little bit of fat and protein after a sugar-laden meal is one of the best ways to slow down a blood sugar response. So it could be that you have a little bit of chicken or you have some chicken and some almonds. Again, the point is, is that you want to blunt that blood sugar response as quickly as possible. And then last but not least, what I think is, is a really powerful way that consistently when you do this every day, you will slowly start to change your numbers, especially your hemoglobin A1C, but both your fasting glucose and your hemoglobin A1C should shift and that is using effective herbs to blunt a blood sugar spike. So if you've been told your blood sugar is getting higher and higher or your hemoglobin A1C is close to diabetes range or pre-diabetes range, I highly recommend, you know, and not to say that your doctor recommends metformin, you do your research, do your due diligence, but I recommend having some really yummy herbs on hand that can really move the needle. So herbs like berberine and cinnamon can be very effective at controlling blood sugar spikes. Berberine has been used in traditional Chinese medicine for 
thousands of years. Some of its uses include cholesterol reduction, weight loss, and blood sugar control, but it's most known for its blood sugar control. Studies have shown it can reduce blood sugar spikes by 25 to 30% after you consume it. Berberine is, does this by reducing the amount of sugar produced by the liver and increasing insulin sensitivity specifically. It has also been found to be as super effective, almost as effective as some drugs used for type 2 diabetes, aka metformin. Now, while berberine is not the only herb that helps balance blood sugar, it can certainly be a heavy hitter when you use other metabolic boosting herbs. So other herbs that I highly recommend that I think are game changers, again, cinnamon is a big one because cinnamon also contains the mineral chromium, which is also huge. American ginseng root, fenugreek is a great one as well. Let's see, the other one I love, banaba extract that has an active compound in the banaba extract, which exerts insulin-like properties and can age in managing blood glucose by helping to transport glucose out of the bloodstream and into cells to be used for energy. So what I love about, you know, a combination of herbs and all these herbs specifically are in my glucose support blend, which gosh, now it's become one of my top five bestsellers. And I cannot tell you how many testimonials we have and emails where people have seen their hemoglobin A1C drop by two to four points with consistently using this. So this is one of the things I absolutely love. I love having a great herbal supplement that when you're consistent with it over time can really help to move you in the right direction and keep your blood sugar levels in a great place. I know it can be really hard to change our lifestyle, could change our food choices, especially when we live in such a fast modern world where we're grabbing and going. It's just, you know, it's the way it is. It's hard. I'm, I'm running my detox right now as we speak. We have hundreds of people doing it with us. And there's a lot of people really working it out. And because it's a new way of eating, it's we've taken a lot of the favorite foods out, the, the easy, convenient foods. And, you know, some of us, we've always eaten that like that our entire lives. And so giving it all up, there's a few, there's some detox symptoms happening. There are, you know, people just trying to make it work, trying to really enjoy the food. And not to say that the food isn't delicious. You know, it's just anytime you're doing something new and it's a real major change, it's hard. It, it's just the way it is. And so having a great supplement, an herbal supplement like glucose support at your disposal that you can use as a tool while you're gradually making these changes, unless you're on the detox with us, which man, you're making massive transformation right now. But I know that's not for everybody. And so having a, a tool like this has been powerful. I have seen it in my family. It's been incredible. I'm so grateful that I helped to formulate it and brought it on to the Essentially Whole line because it works and it works great. So if you're interested in checking out the glucose support supplement, um, I will have the link to that supplement here in the show notes. And hands down, what I'm recommending right now is having a couple of habits in place that you can begin to integrate every day or at least a couple times a week, especially when you know you're eating a high carb or high sugar meal where you really need some hacks to kind of help, you know, eliminate the potential for a massive blood sugar spike and crash. And the more often that you are consistent with these habits, especially these, like these are the ones that will really make a difference over time. Like these are the type where you just had a dessert and you need to do something quickly to drop that blood sugar. These are them. So again, you there's always something that you can do to stabilize your blood sugar and support your metabolism. But as far as I'm concerned, these are the top five that they're the easiest ones to go and fix that blood sugar. And I would love to know, you know, which ones are working for you already? 
I'd love for you to reach out to me on Instagram and just tell me, you know, which ones are you already doing? Which ones are you implementing? What's going on with your labs? Because I want to know. I've been looking at a lot of people's labs and a lot of people's CGM numbers over the last couple of years. And it's been really exciting to see that these types of hacks are really moving the needle. And at the end of the day, it's a lifestyle that gets us to that place where our blood sugar is a little bit, you know, unstable and, and it's going all over the place. And, but guess what? We can absolutely implement habits and lifestyle to reverse that too. I believe that prediabetes and type 2 diabetes are reversible and are reversible without surgery depending on where you are in that journey. And these are the types of hacks that are going to make that happen. So as always, this show is all about helping to support your hormones and upgrade your health. If you love this episode, be sure to subscribe even review it so that we get more people listening in. Until the next episode, have an amazing day.